Robin Gallagher and welcome to Ripples. Throughout our program, a series of guest speakers will share words of wisdom from their life experience and we will offer you a series of meditations so that you can take some time just to stop and listen to that voice within, that voice of the Spirit. So come and enjoy some inspired voices and treasured stillness and allow the ripple effect to begin. Welcome back to Ripples. Today, I welcome Josie Larkin to our program. Josie is 19 years of age and she currently works for the Are You OK Day Foundation. Josie's father, Gavin Larkin, was the founder of Are You OK Day back in 2009. He established it in response to his own father's death from suicide and from a desire to destigmatize mental health issues. Today, Josie generously shares the story of how RUOK Day came to exist and of her own courageous story. She speaks of the significance of human connection and of the importance of asking for help when you need it. One of my favourite passages in Scripture is where Jesus approached the blind man and said, What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked this in numerous ways to so many. He knew the importance of connecting with people and of asking if they were okay. He encouraged people to be authentic and to name their deepest needs and their heart desires. What a great model for all of us. Jesus naturally lived the key message of Are You Okay? He checked in, he listened, and he also realised that there was more to say than Are You Okay? And it is this message that is central to Are You OK Day in 2020. I feel tremendously privileged today to sit down with Josie Larkin to hear the story behind Are You OK Day. Josie is such a remarkable young woman who is doing extraordinary things to promote awareness and to spread this crucial message. Tragically, in 2011, Josie's father Gavin died from lymphoma and not long after, her beautiful brother Gus died from a brain tumour. Josie, with her amazing mother Mary Ann and her younger brother Van, are continuing the legacy that Gavin created with such passion and that Gus supported with this same passion and love. Please note that there are some references to suicide in this podcast. If you feel uncomfortable or distressed at any point during the episode, please reach out to someone for help. Connect with one of the support agencies like Beyond Blue or contact a medical practitioner directly. I warmly welcome Josie Larkin today as she shares the story behind Are You OK Day? Welcome, Josie. It is so wonderful to have you on our program today. Thank you so much for having me. Josie, I came to know your family through your beautiful auntie Katrina, and I've become what I would describe as an admirer from afar. I remember when I first heard about Are You OK Day, and I was so struck by it. There was a simplicity to it, but at the same time, it was profound. I felt that this was an initiative that was so grounded authentic and kind. 
And over the years, just to observe the extraordinary commitment of Gavin and Mary Ann, your dad and your mum, and to see the support that you and Gus and Van have given to them and the project, it's just been inspiring. And so today, I feel just so honoured and privileged to be able to sit down with you over a cuppa and have a conversation with you about the story behind Are You OK Day, how it came to be, and about your own personal connection with this wonderful initiative. So, to begin, I just wonder, Josie, your amazing dad, Gavin, he came up with this extraordinary initiative of Are You OK Day. I wonder if you could share something of the story behind Are You OK Day, how it came to be. Absolutely. So um, my dad, Gavin, he struggled with uh, suicide in his family. My grandfather, yes. my dad's dad, took his own life and my dad was very shocked because he didn't understand what he was going through and mm. the years leading up to it, he thought my granddad was being a bit more selfish and, you know, uh, rude and mm. a bit more standoffish and he was angry at him. Yeah. He felt like he had abandoned them. But um, he realised after Barry took his life that it wasn't him, it was the depression that was pushing him away from yes, them. Yes. And he felt bad because he had misunderstood Barry and his struggles and it meant that he had lost him. So mm. he created this initiative and it was born out of a way for people to destigmatize mental illness yes. or mental health journeys mm. and just understanding that we all struggle at some point in our lives, whether um, it is with a mental illness or just hardships. Yes. And we need to keep human connection in order to keep us healthy yes. and keep our um, mental health in check and make mm -hmm. sure that we know when we need to reach out and we know when we need to check in with other people to see how they're doing too. Mm. Oh, no, it's, it's an extraordinary story, Josie. And, and Josie, what was, what was Gavin's dream? What, what did he, what was his hope for this initiative? My dad really, as I said before, he just wanted people to understand that human connection is everything. Yes. It can get us through so much hardship. Mm. And he wanted to make sure that when you weren't okay, that you didn't feel that it was some big scary concept that meant that you had to keep it from other people. Mm. He wanted everyone to be able to feel that, you know, when they are struggling, that the people around them can understand that, they're going through something difficult, you know, they may not understand what that feels like or what that yeah. entirely is, but um, allowing people to struggle without feeling like uh, more of a burden from yeah. society in that it has to be kept private mm -hmm. or, you know, it's something that's scary that um, is very misunderstood. He wanted it to be more open, mm -hmm. a more open discussion about mental health mm -hmm. in Australia. Yeah, and it's... I mean, it's so much about a willingness to be vulnerable with each other and to be real. Absolutely. And to be authentic. Mm. Josie, your beautiful mum, Mary Ann, and your brothers, Gus and Van, have also been amazing supporters of Are You OK Day. Why is Are You OK Day such an important initiative to you? Well, 
um, losing my dad, Gavin, um, and my brother, Gus, it's, it's been super, super important for me and my family to stay in touch with others, not, you know, lock ourselves down in a way and, you know, deal with the pain quietly. Mm. And are you okay has been a big factor in that. It's my dad's mm. legacy. It makes us feel more connected to him. It Absolutely. makes us feel like we're doing his work here yes. for him. And it's been important for us because it also, we know that we're, although we're grieving, we are allowing ourselves to be with other people yes. and let them see that, you know, it's it's possible and we need human connection to yeah. get through things. Mm. Yeah. Yes, there's sort of a, it is such a, a, a uniting thing in some ways, you know, when we're able to um, share our our brokenness w- with others and our and our and our pain and mm-hmm. our grief with others. Yeah, Josie, I wonder if you could share something of your own journey and the significance of "Are you okay?" Um, I myself have struggled with depression and um, somewhat with anxiety, mm. and it's. I guess it's been easy for me to understand, well, I've been through so much. I've lost my dad and my brother. You know, how could I not have a mental health journey Mm. with um, mental illness? But for a lot of people, that's not the case for them. And I understand that, you know, sometimes humans like to, you know, almost tick boxes. You know, this happened because of this, you know, cause and effect. But we can't always put that on. you're so right. Um, mental illness and so for me it's been a really big part of my life being able to understand that um, I've been through so much so people can understand when I you know struggle with my mental health yes but I just want to be able to let people know that it's not something that is always needs a a cause, mm. you know, it's just as valid whether it came out of the blue Absolutely. or if you've been through something big yeah. or if you're expecting to go through something big and you're worried about it, you know, it's everyone has a mental health journey, mm. whether positive or negative. That's it's right. something that we all have. Yeah. Um, and it's just about being honest with ourselves. For, mm. So for me, my journey, it was really hard at the beginning sure. because I felt like, you know, we're the family that's the poster Mm. for are you okay and its message and I felt like I was keeping this really big scary secret and at the beginning my thoughts they were scary but I thought oh they're just juvenile Mm. I'd never do anything Mm. you know I'd never you know um take such a big step but slowly that started to get more serious and more out of hand and I realized that if I don't say something when it's early on Mm. how am I gonna say something when it's gotten so much bigger Mm. so I just wrote my mum a letter because I thought it was so scary to talk to her and I felt like I might play down my feelings or you know what I was going through out of like just the fear of the confrontation face to face so I wrote her a letter to let her know everything that I was experiencing and she was um obviously so sad for me as a mother she felt um really heartbroken that I was experiencing Mm. something like that but she's been amazing, you know, oh. it, throughout it all. Like, she's just let me know whatever I do or say, she's always going to be there yeah. for me. And that was a massive, massive part for me because I felt that with my depression, I wanted to push people away to give me more of a reason to feel and think this way because yes. I felt 
guilty about feeling so loved and, Mm. you know, so happy with so much in my life and that I was feeling so down. Mm. It was almost like I wanted to give myself more of a reason to feel that way. Mm. So I was pushing her away in an attempt to justify how I was feeling. Mm. Um, But in the end, you know, she stuck around and that's what helped me to get through it all because I just knew, you know, she's not going to leave me. No. (laughs) You know, I'm not in this alone. No. Josie, I just, I commend you so much for your courage and for being, for being so brave. And, and Josie, I, I don't think I could even estimate the number of people that will be moved by the words that you just said then. So I'm just so grateful. Thank you, Josie. Josie, what is the value of checking in with one, one another? And, and why do we sometimes find it hard? You know, it, it's not always easy. You know, as I said before, it's simple, but it's it's big. It is. So, it is. So why? What what makes it hard? Do you think? Well, the value of checking in with others is immeasurable. Mm. Um, you know, as I said earlier, human connection can get us through anything. Yes. That's one of the most important things in life. It's um, that sense that we're not alone. Exactly. Not alone. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, not everyone's going to understand what we go through or understand how it feels to suffer with a mental illness like bipolar or mm. schizophrenia or PTSD, whatever it may be. Yes. But knowing that people are there to try and help you get through it or just there when you need them to, to be, whether it be to say nothing or mm. to just, you know, hug you yeah. or just be around you in your own space so that you always feel like someone's there yeah. when you need them. It is so right. I mean, it's, sometimes it is, it's that presence. Yeah. Absolutely. Without necessarily any words, it's just I'm here. It's so important. And with social media these days, especially for young people going through COVID, you know, people doing their HSC mm. or going through big um, things like maybe they're into dance and they can't do their exams to progress, whatever it may be, it's, it's a very hard time for a mm. lot of people mm. and it can feel very isolating. So... I think the most important thing is making sure that you know when you need to reach out to people. Maybe yes. it's not as big as a mental illness, or but maybe you're just struggling with your mental health. You're feeling lonely. Mm. You're feeling down. You might feel that you're um, letting your health slip because of the way your mood is, yes. whatever it may be. You just need to reach out. You yeah. need to make sure that you have people. And you know, don't feel guilty if you prefer to reach out to one person over the other. Maybe yes. you don't feel like reaching out to your best friend because mm. you prefer the relationship to be fun and lighthearted because that's what you like about yes. your friendship with them. You know, don't feel guilty about who you choose to mm. reach out to. It's, it's just who it's you everyone. need. Yeah. Exactly. It's discerning. Mm-hmm. It's discerning. And if you if you find someone that you, you're wanting to reach out to because you can tell that they're not doing too well and they don't want to speak to you, don't take offence to no, it either, you know. No. Um, just make sure that you find someone else that they might be able to reach out to that person to mm. check in with them because we're not all perfect, you know. Sometimes no. people might not want to speak to us about such mm. deep things. But it's always important that if you can tell that there's something wrong and you're not um, getting the feedback from the person that you you feel is necessary for their mm. um, recovery or journey that you make sure that someone else can be there for oh, them. Oh, wow. That's that's really profound and wise words, Josie. I think it's, as you say, recognising that we're not necessarily going to be the person for everyone, 
but looking for ways for others perhaps to check in to you know see that they're okay is so important yeah Josie you, you tapped into it during this time of COVID-19 there's been a great concern about the mental health of both adults and our teenagers and about the number of suicides as someone who's who's just moving into towards your 20s what do you believe are some of the variables that make life challenging for our teenagers and young adults in this current climate? I know you began to tap into it, but I'd love to hear, hear a bit more. Um, I think one of the biggest things is not being able to experience something that you, has always been an end goal as yes. part of the school journey. Yes. So I know a lot of people are going to miss out on their formals on um, the, the exam periods aren't going to feel the same. They might be mm. more stressful. You know, it's unprecedented. No one has ever no. gone through school or, you know, young adulthood during a time like this. So it's, it's really, I think, interesting to see how adaptable people have become. Mm. But it's also important to recognise that people are struggling, you mm. know, a formal might seem like nothing to mm. some adults, but I know for me, mm. it was such a big part of my school life. And, you know, graduation day, being mm. able to walk down that, um, or in that auditorium and accept that certificate, that was such a big Absolutely. thing. And that's, big it's 14 years leading up yes. to that moment. And to not be able to experience that, it almost feels like, you know, you've been played or, you know, yeah, you're, you're not of passage. Exactly. Knows, you're missing yeah. out on something that, is such a big part mm. of your school career. Yeah. And it's important not to play that down, you know. No. Everyone's going to feel affected by that and it's so important that you acknowledge that and it's not something that's a bad or petty thing to no. be upset about, not at all. No. It's such a big thing and during COVID, it's hard to know how long it'll go on for. Yeah. You know, this could lead into gap years next year, yes. university. Um, There's an undefined end point exactly. in a sense. Yes. Yeah. And I hope we can just understand that we're all going through it and we're mm. all so upset over so many things that we miss out on. I came back from my gap year early this mm. year and, you know, it was very disappointing, but there are things that are, there's still to look forward to. Yes, this yes. isn't the be all and end all. There's, there's, going to be things that will come that will yeah. make up for it or maybe not make up for it but will still be just as enjoyable yes yeah and it's trying to find those because we need those things too absolutely so with that in mind what do you believe are some of the helpful tools for people today as they go through some of these you know these tough times I think definitely social media is a big one. Yep. You know, it's quite a controversial one too because I know mm. there can be a lot of negativity. Mm. But just surrounding yourself with people on social media who you feel uplifted by or, you know, inspired by, whether that be to, you know, um, study harder or get out of the house and do more mm. exercise or maybe just being able to see uh, what other people are doing and knowing that they're in the same boat as you, you yes. know, they're stuck inside doing <laughs> their study as much as they want to be, you know, out being able to go to the beach or the movies or the exactly. theatre or yeah. Yeah, all those you know? Um And just being able to talk over social media, not necessarily in a very direct sense, mm. but seeing what other people are doing and just feeling like you're with other people during this time. Mm. It's so helpful. Yes. Um, yeah, just being on 
messenger and being able to talk to people when you're struggling with something or even if you're not just talking about things like you wish you could be doing Mm -hmm. um things like that or you know reminiscing on what you would be doing had this not be happen Mm -hmm. be a thing (laughs) um so it's essentially about connection finding ways to connect in whatever Mm -hmm. forum that might be but but connections that are that are life-giving that are that are energizing that that um yeah that are inspiring yeah and Mm. I think a lot of people as well I know for me especially I have noticed who I actually want to spend my time with who Mm. I want to surround myself with Mm. who are the people that give me energy yes um and it's really helped me to just reevaluate you know where I want to go who I want to be because I've figured you know the people I've been missing the most maybe I wouldn't thought I wouldn't have thought that they'd be the people that I was missing most, mm. but it just helped me um, evaluate my friendships and know who are the people that I really want to spend my time with, who are the people who make me feel like a positive, happy yeah. person. Yes. Josie, people draw on so many different things for support, you know, family, friends, nature, meditation, spirituality, all sorts of things. What are some of the tools, what are some of the things that have supported you in some of those those harder moments. Yeah. It's been really helpful for you. For me, it's definitely been being able to speak to my friends. Yes. Um, you know, I don't necessarily speak with them with all the deep stuff, mm. but I just like being in connection. And I think I've found that my friends have gone through so much that I didn't know about and being able to talk to them about things and understand that, whoa, they've been through that too or they know a bit of what I'm speaking to or, you know, they've understood somewhat of some of the things that I might be feeling. So it's actually amazed me how much I've learned Mm. about other people Mm. through my own struggles. Yes. And it's also really helped for me to be able to talk to my mum in particular. You know, family isn't always something by blood. Sometimes Mm. you have to choose your family or Mm. you get to choose your family. But I'm so lucky that I've chosen my own blood as my family as well. And she's been incredible and amazing. And I just look at her and think every day, that's who I want to be. That's Ah. the person that I'm striving to get to and being able to be with her and just have some nice times it's helped me a lot like during quarantine we got to sit on the couch and watch a movie every night just us two and it's something so small we didn't talk we didn't chat we didn't do anything but just being with each other and getting to experience something it it grew our relationship to such an extent yes yes no I I have no doubt your mum is is such a remarkable, inspiring, and beautiful woman, and um, and I, it's just so wonderful to hear about the way you articulate that so beautifully. Josie, are you okay? Day has been running now for eleven years. What is an important message that the team from Are You Okay Day are promoting this year in twenty twenty? The theme for this year's Are You Okay Day is there's more to say after Are You Okay? Mm. And where that comes from is I think it's a pretty daunting thing to be able to have such a um, serious conversation with someone and, you know, not really know where to go from there if they do say Mm. that they're not feeling well. And it's an important skill to be able to have. You know, we aren't 
you know, everyday people aren't necessarily trained in psychology or anything like that to be able to help them through such a big thing. So Mm. it is important to get to get them to a place where they feel they can access professional help to help Mm. them with the skills that they need to um, deal with um, their mental health in everyday life. Yes. But for the average person who does ask, are you okay? And they get the response that, you know, someone might not be. It's all about understanding where to go, who to go to, um, and how to keep checking in, how to make sure that they are taking action and making sure that they are, you know, connected with someone who that they they can go to when they are in crisis Mm. without, you know, we don't want people to get to a point where it's, you know, right at the end and it's so, so serious. We want people to be able to say, I'm not okay when right at the beginning, you yes. know, you might feel, oh, it's a bit, it's a bit excessive to yeah. say I'm not okay. And keep delaying. Yeah. Keep delaying. We don't want you to delay it. We want you to be able to feel like you can reach out and say it as soon as you feel it. Yeah. Because that's when it's, there's a big, big chance that we can, you know, help you, mm-hmm. um, action it yes yes now I was so taken by that there's more to say than are you okay and I and I loved seeing some of the resources um, that are, are being made available by are you okay yeah um, which give people support with some of those conversations yes yeah. absolutely there's um, a lot on the are you okay website yes. uh, about the campaign this year and they also have resources for things like educators mm. for people that have been in natural disasters for we have a stronger together campaign mm. for aboriginal and torres strait islanders because there's a lot of um, mental uh, illness yes. in that community and you know um, uh, connection is so important for them especially so it's um, there's a lot of different ones for minors, you know, people working in the medical industry at the moment. You know, that's a there's a big burden on them, and there's all just across the board. There's all different resources mm. that people can access and understand how to implement. Are you okay within their work, within their community, within their you know friendships and relationships, within their schools? Yeah. It's extraordinary to see how it's grown, Josie, Absolutely. from the initial concept. That, that Gavin dreamed of. Josie, I cannot thank you enough. I can't thank you enough for just your generosity in, in sharing the story of Gavin's dream, the remarkable work of your mum, Mary Ann, and you and your beautiful brothers, Gus and Van. And I just have a sense, you, your dad would be just so incredibly proud of you, Josie. Um, thank you for your time. Thank you so much. It's been much. such a joy to be with you today and all the very best with thank Are You Okay Day and with, with all that you do. I know you, you're doing amazing work, Josie, and I just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining our program today. If you'd like to take some time now or later in the week to enjoy some treasured stillness, a meditation called A Meditation on Compassion in support of Are You OK Day is available on both Podbean and on Apple Podcast and is entitled Meditation 14. Have a lovely week and I look forward to being with you next time.